Hurricane Adalia bearing down on Florida tonight. The big question, how does climate change factor into this now monster storm? That really is the big question, isn't it? Is how do we politicize the latest natural event? You know, gender, weather, the Democrats. They need help, don't they? Bless their hearts. Should we feel sorry for them or or try to have them institutionalized? Can we do both? Can we do both at the same time? Mental institutions for everyone. Bump, 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 bump. Put on your red shoes. There is a big hurricane. It's hitting Florida. It's got a funny name. They like that. And it, uh, it's a rough one. It turned into a Category 4. Yesterday it was a Category 1. Today it's a Category 4. I was uh, watching, what was it, CNN and Jake Tapper yesterday on the screen on the lower third graphic, the uh, current... It said, uh, what are they, it, they it described the storm as non-survivable, non-survivable. It was, yeah, non, I, I don't think I've ever heard non-survivable before, but okay, it's non-survivable. And that's the, uh, the storm. And the media, of course, because they're an extension, an engorged uh, extension of the Democrat Party, uh, declaring it not only to be non-survivable, but it's uh, more clear evidence of climate change because there were never any hurricanes anywhere uh, uh, before you know, Al Gore's slideshow came out with that polar bear on the ice shelf and looking very frightened because uh, really scared and all that stuff. I, I wonder if they ever, were they able to save that polar bear? Um, Jeff Wolf. Jeff Wolf is uh, here in the Michael Piercy chair today. Michael Piercy is working, but he's working from home. Had some uh, complications in his life that he had to deal with. So Jeff Wolf is here, and he's already doing a great job. He's playing that soundbite and that uh, got a little David Bowie, all that stuff. So uh, we're off to the races, no doubt about it. And uh, once again, in addition to the hurricane, we've got a lot going on because wackadoodle-doo, the uh, Democrats are on the loose. And maybe that's uh, the fix for everything might be more mental institutions. What do you think? Jeff agrees. He's nodding over there. I can see that he's uh, wholeheartedly agreeing. So that's helpful. I like, uh, I like that. I like agreement. Agreement is good. Uh, but, you know, if, if you're a leftist, if you're a liberal or if you're a Democrat, and if you're terrified of the climate and love the organ harvest and don't know how many genders there are, um, our number is uh, still open to you. It's uh, 888-630-9625, 888-630-9625. We've got, uh, got a lot going on. The Washington Post has some, some hate pieces. They're not only hit pieces, they're hate pieces. On the front page, it's a radical uh, uh, fake newspaper. The Washington Post, owned by Jeff Bezos, the uh, billionaire information oligarch uh, who is uh, tucked away in the front pocket of the Democrat Party, wriggling around a little. Everybody's excited. The uh, deep racial subtext on Trump's route to jail. There's a deep race because, you know, President Trump, he was uh, driving through neighborhoods that the news media likes to call black neighborhoods in Atlanta and uh, black people who are voters and taxpayers came out along the, to line the side of the road and were cheering, cheering President Trump's motorcade going by. That's what was going on. Peter just cheering him along, cheering him along because the motorcade was passing by and um, 
And they were cheering him. And the news media is very upset about that. So the Washington Post got three African-American writers to put together a story, to put together a story of, uh, you know, uh, race and Donald Trump, even though uh, nothing here has anything to do with race. But the Democrats can make it all about race because they're uh, racists. That's the word I was looking for. Deep racial subtext on Trump's route to jail. Pride, comma, outrage as black Atlantans witness trip on history-soaked streets. They're history-soaked streets. It's, uh, it's true they are history-soaked because the Democrats used to lynch people there. The Democrat Party is the party of lynching. The Democrat Party is the party of, uh, uh, you know, the Confederacy and Jim Crow and uh, the KKK and they gave us all these terrible, horrible things because they're Democrats. That's, uh, that's what they do. And uh, that's their history. They get to kind of absolve themselves of that and erase their own history and tear down the statues and take down the portraits of, of the Democrats that are such racists, of course. But, um, but that's okay. Pay no attention. That's just the Democrat Party and the news media. But I repeat myself. So we've got uh, that from the Washington Post. That's kind of a funny one. Also... On the front page, that's on the A-sectional because they're the A-sectional. And then uh, we have the Metro-sectional because some of them are A-sectional and some of them are Metro-sectional. And the front page of the uh, the Metro-sectional, activists guilty of blocking clinic. That's abortion, you know, uh, exterminating 40% of the black population. 400 out of every 1,000 black babies uh, has their organs harvested by the Democrat Party. Jury convicts five in abortion case. There were protesters, protesters. But you can burn the church of the presidents. You can sack and loot uh, and plunder our city. No charges. You can uh, force the evacuation of the president of the United States and the first family from the residents in the White House, but no big deal. One defendant kept fetuses in D.C. home. Oh, gasp, clutch your pearls. Um, you know what goes on in that clinic? And they've got a... A uh, big story here uh, by Keith L. Alexander, who's a frothy anti-baby Democrat. And uh, they ref- I love they refer to it as reproductive health clinic. It's a, rep- it, you know, there's no reproductive health going on there. It's kind of the opposite. It's an anti-reproductive health <laughs> clinic. But they call it, it's the opposite of what it is, but that's what they call it, reproductive health clinic in D.C. That's like calling Auschwitz an ethnic purification center, you know, because... Uh, yeah, the Socialist Workers' Party and Adolf Hitler and all that stuff. So we got uh, just scratching the surface there on the Washington Post, which is a horrible, terrible impersonation of a newspaper. Not really a newspaper at all, is it? No, it's not. Mm-mm-mm. Okay, and uh, also, Hunter Biden helped devise a plan to close down Victor Shokin's investigation into Burisma. Emails reveal. Now, that's a big breaking story, and that's on the front page of a newspaper, just not a newspaper in the United States of America. That's the Daily Mail out of the United Kingdom, and they are looking into stories that the New York Times and the Washington Post doesn't bother to look into because they're bootlicks and fluffers for the Democrat Party. Uh, And uh, the Daily Mail, however, has the emails, and they're out there, but our news media doesn't want to find them because we're living in kind of like North Korea. It's a very North Korean sort of place we're living in now because the left is here. They're not liberals. They're the left. Uh, But I'll share with you the Daily Mail story because it's more proof of corruption on the part of Joe Biden, not just Hunter Biden, the crackhead, stripper, knocker-upper, Russian hooker, Dayton, 
Uh, did I mention crackhead? And, and uh, it's uh, Joe Biden. All of this has always been about Joe Biden. The news media loves to say, well, oh, poor Hunter has a drug problem and his father loves him. Yeah, he used to shower with his daughter, too, but that's not what we're talking about right now. What we're talking about is $20 million coming from Ukraine and Romania and Russia and China and who knows where else, and all the receipts that have been collected. It'd be nice if the Republicans on Capitol Hill stepped on the gas, too. Another story from Fox News. Barisma's Devin Archer, that's uh, Hunter Biden's business associate, Devin Archer, who, by the way, was convicted of shaking down an Indian tribe for $60 million last year. But he's out on bail, and he doesn't have to worry about anything. Oh, by the way, the abortion clinic protesters are, have been thrown in jail with no bail. Thrown in jail with no bail because Sig Heil, uh, because, you know, the Socialist Workers Party is here, and they're going after all their political enemies. Now, again, you can burn the church of the presidents and face no charges. Try to tear down the statue of Andrew Jackson in Lafayette Square in front of the White House and face no charges. You can injure 180 federal police officers in riots in Lafayette Square in front of the White House and face no charges, force the evacuation of the president. That was Trump. That makes it okay. See, and in D.C., no charges. All charges are dropped because Sig Heil, right? Uh, and if you're Devin Archer, you can shake down an Indian tribe for $60 million and and he's uh, and no jail, and, and his, it's a problem, not a problem for him. And it's going right to the Supreme Court, which may not go very well for him because he gets to bypass all this because, you know, he, don't you know who he is? Don't you know who he knows? He is a business associate of Hunter Biden's, which means you're a business associate of Joe Biden's. Devin Archer was meeting with J uh, 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 Barack Obama's secretary of state, Boltneck, you know, John Boltneck Kerry, who scares the children at Halloween time. He doesn't even need a disguise at Halloween. He just wears a black, black suit and holds his arms out like this. Uh. <laughs> and, uh, hey, perfect Boris Karloff impersonation. Very, very good. So uh, we got that. Devin Archer, Archer met with Secretary of State John Kerry. By the way, they're all friends with John Kerry's son, the billionaire son of, uh, you know, the, the Heinz uh, food fortune. And, uh, and the Heinz son was also offered this no-show million-dollar-a-year job with Burisma in Ukraine, but he decided not to take it because he thought it smelled bad, and he was right, see? You know, but he didn't have to worry about it because he's got a billion waiting for him. Anyway, not a thing. Uh, just, uh, just amazing. And Hunter Biden associate Devin Archer, I pulled this one from days ago, his bail has been extended pending appeal on fraud charges. That's stealing $60 million from a Native American nation, but pay no attention to that. Amazing. Uh, also, uh, the Gateway Pundit unearthed email reveals Hunter Biden was notified of official government call between Poroshenko, Ukraine again, and Joe Biden in message sent to one of Joe Biden's pseudonyms, Robert L. Peters. So that was one. He has many pseudonyms. And the Democrats are like, oh, everybody uses pseudonyms. <laughs> do you, uh, Jeff, do you use pseudonyms? Do you have fake email addresses with fake names? Neither do I. I don't either. Jasmine, do you have fake email addresses with fake... Uh, Mike, you have fake email addresses with fake names? You don't? Uh, sh yeah, don't tell anybody. Yeah, <laughs> you know. But Joe Biden had several of them, may still have several of them, may not be the same ones, but all of that is fine. Uh, the National Archives has been forced to turn over by way of a Freedom of Information Act lawsuit. 
the news media keeps framing it as like, oh, they've handed over or it's uh, been made public, uh, it's discovered. No, it was a FOIA request, a lawsuit, and uh, now we've got more than 5,000 Joe Biden emails where he used multiple pseudonyms, fake names, fake email addresses, and he's communicating with Ukrainians and Hunter Biden. Nothing to see here. The Washington Post says, what, you're a conspiracy theorist, you know? Uh, it's an amazing thing. So uh, another one, Trump losing ground to Biden among white voters. White, everything's about race because the Democrats, you know, when they lost the Civil War, they've been really bitter ever since, haven't they? Their boy Jefferson Davis, uh, they're very, very upset. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Also in Colorado, a young boy removed from school because he had a don't tread on me patch. You know, the Gadsden flag had a patch and he's removed from school because you know why? You know why? Slavery. So once again, they use the words, but they don't know what they mean. They don't know what the Gadsden flag is. They're, uh, we've got a lot of mental cases out there. We call them Democrats in casual conversation. Amazing stuff. 12-year-old boy booted from class because he had a Gadsden flag patch on his backpack, no less, on his backpack, because they, they think, because they're stupid, that the Gadsden flag has its origins with slavery. That's how stupid the, the education. Also out of Florida, there was a school board meeting in Florida. And, a, a, you know, parents show up and the, uh, uh, you know, pro-American groups are showing up now to school board meetings. And the school board nitwits in Florida, they had a school board meeting and parents showed up and a reverend showed up and said, and well, here's what you do now in school board meetings. You show up and you start reading aloud from the books that the Democrats put in grammar school libraries. And, of course, they're gay kitty porn. Right? And when you read that aloud, they have people come in and drag you out of the school board meeting. And they say, no, 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 you can't read that in front of a room full of adults. That's just for first graders. Gay child porn. You know how they are. That's them. Speaking of which, in Uganda, they have some pretty strict laws when it comes to being gay. Got that coming up. Uh, and... Uh, An increase, this is crazy, a report out of hospitals across America. You'll never guess where doctors are finding a record number of foreign objects. I've got that coming up, that coming up as well. Amazing, amazing stuff. Yes, sir. Uh, Eminem. Eminem is a white guy who culturally appropriated rap, and now he's attacking Vivek Ramaswamy. You'll never guess why. They're, uh, They're a crazy bunch of people, aren't they? Yes, they are. And wait a minute. So the pro-life protesters have been thrown in jail without bail. Where's that Democrat mayor of College Park with the dozens and dozens of child porn? You know, the guy hanging out at the Biden White House uh, with Pete Boot Edge Edge. I'll update you on that. And we are at 888-630-9625. Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Book by this July 31st for extra savings. Visit chrisplantcruise.com. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about... 
how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. All right. Um... Once again, my Democrat cup runneth over. And I really think that the solution is a whole lot more mental institutions. What other possible answer could there be? Out walking around the city of Washington uh, again yesterday, it's an open-air mental institution. There are loons everywhere, glassy-eyed, mentally-addled, drug-addled, um, you know, no, no shoes, no bathing, doing push-ups in the middle of the street uh, in traffic. I uh, driving home yesterday. There was a guy standing in the middle of uh, the street, Wisconsin Avenue, a six-lane road, standing in the middle, uh, uh, pointing up at a telephone pole, having a very animated conversation with the telephone pole, and he votes Democrat. There's no doubt about that. All right, let's go to uh, let's go to the telephones, Jeffrey. Let's go to uh, Jerry calling from Thurmont, Maryland. Geraldo, you're on the Chris Plant show. Chris, uh, maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm, I'm missing something here. What I'm agitated about is I had, I had somebody come up to me and go, oh, my God, it's so hot. Look at what the climate change is doing. <laughs> it's hot because it's summertime, you idiot. <laughs> and what I, don't, what I don't get is we're sending all this money to Ukraine. Now it's climate change. This guy's blowing our budget out of the water. And my question to you, Chris, is where the hell are the Republicans? We, he's committed crime after crime after crime. We can nail him right now. And Mitch McCall, oh, yeah, well, you know, and the, the debate the other night, why are they attacking each other? The enemy is at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Why is this so hard for them to understand? You and I get it. We're just regular citizens. Why the hell can't they get their act together? That is, um, you've, you've asked uh, a series of very good and important questions. And these are questions that have been asked for decades, really. Uh, you know, look, uh, Kevin McCarthy, who by all reports is a very nice person, uh, is not getting the job done is he, as Speaker of the House. No, he's not. He is, uh, he's Kevin McCarthy, and he's not very good at speaking, is he? Um, you know, Jerry, uh, what do we do about these guys? That's, uh, that's what, I, you know, we, we, uh, we uh, campaign, we vote in uh, Republicans across the country. They take over the House of Representatives. We have the Speaker's gavel. And uh, remember Nancy Pelosi had that giant cartoon, that giant cartoon gavel? That was, uh, that was amusing. She walked around with it like a cartoon character. Um, yeah, why don't the Republicans get the job done? That is a question for the ages. They have a mountain of evidence, and they can't even hold a press conference and hit the Democrats over the head with it. And they can't fight the press either. They leave it to me. Also, today is Wednesday. You know what that means? That's right. Hump day in the Clinton house. So Hillary's got to get out, go someplace else. After waking up face down in a pool of her own dried vomit on the kitchen floor with an empty cardboard box of cheap New Zealand Chardonnay laying next to her in the Secret Service, standing over her with their knuckles on their hips, tisk tisking her. Because they see this every Wednesday. It's, uh, it's Hillary's life. It's kind of a crazy place. That's for sure. 
And it's mailbag day. That means it's mailbag day. And I have my mailbag questions right here. I have because you are beloved and well-informed and well-humored listeners send in questions for me to answer. And then I try to answer them because, you know, usually I can. I'm pretty good at answering. Uh, But uh, I've got that coming up today because it's Wednesday and it's mailbag day. And I have uh, so many crazy Democrat stories. I hardly even know where to begin, but I'll try. <laughs> the, uh, the Democrat Party, out of its uh, ever-loving mind. And, you know, the, uh, the, uh, the hurricane, um, which has now hit Florida, and it's a big hurricane. It was a Category 1 yesterday, and then it was a Category 4. And then, fortunately, just before making landfall on the Gulf Coast, the north part of the Gulf Coast of uh, Florida, it uh, was downgraded to a Category 3 rather than a Category 4, and that's good. That means the wind is less severe and perhaps the tidal surge less severe, and that's good because, you know, having uh, your, your grandma or yourself or your home or uh, your car in the middle of a hurricane is uh, not great, not great. You know, the mid-Atlantic region where I live in Washington, D.C., we've got crime and mayhem and, uh, you know, crooks and Congress and all kinds of terrible things. California has serial killers. We have Congress, which is worse, Jeff. I, uh, you know, I don't know. Give me a coin. Toss a coin. It's hard to say. Uh, and we have the Washington Post, which is a horrible, terrible fake newspaper. And I mentioned a little while ago a story I want to share with you on the front page below the fold. Deep racial subtext. There's a subtext. That's kind of like a dog whistle. That means nobody can hear it. That means it's not there. When the Democrats use the term dog whistle, which they like to do, um, that means that they're talking about something that doesn't exist because dog whistles can't be heard. You can't hear it. Only a dog can hear a dog whistle. That's why they're called dog whistles. And and um, the, uh, the Democrats, they love that term. Say, oh, yeah, you didn't say it, but that's a dog whistle. No, it's not a dog whistle. And I didn't say it. Uh, nobody said it, in fact. That's why you had to make up this dog whistle thing. But here is uh, the headline, Deep Racial Subtext on Trump's Route to Jail. And they have to racialize President Trump being arrested by uh, a racist who was raised by a Black Panther, Fannie Willis, a radical leftist who became a lawyer and got some political power, and now she's abusing it like a lunatic because she's a leftist. And the left, you know, they destroy everything, they murder everyone, they steal everything you have. Because they're the left. They're not, they're not on our side. These are not American values. Leftist values are not American values. Uh, now back to the Washington Post. Deep racial subtext on Trump's route to jail. Pride, comma, outrage as black Atlantans said. We got racial. We got black Atlantans. Witness trip on history-soaked streets. I played the audio for you the other day of President Trump's motorcade. Uh, going through a neighborhood in Atlanta. And because all the news media were carrying it live like it was the O.J. Simpson low-speed chase in California with helicopters, and I heard they had drones too, and the live camera in the motorcade, it's uh, really a crazy, crazy time. Uh, People were able to say, hey, look, they're coming our way. They shut down the interstate highways to go back and forth. And then, remember, they made up stuff about his height and weight. And they made up stuff about the height and weight of everybody they've been arresting making stuff up all over the place, making up eye color, making up hair color, getting everything wrong, because in this jail where last time I looked a week ago, three people have died in that jail just this month, this month. 
and 15 people died in that jail last year because the left runs it, so it's like a gulag. It's like Devil's Island, uh, honestly. And uh, so the Washington Post assigned, I looked them up, three African-American typists from the radical left-wing steno girl pool, Emmanuel Felton and uh, Fennett Nerapel and uh, Kamala Dachalas, the, the three writers at the Washington Post representing the interests of the Democrat Party. The dateline is Atlanta, but I'm going to bet a dollar they didn't go there because the Washington Post admitted several years ago that their datelines don't mean that their reporters are there. Uh, so if the first word says Atlanta, but the reporters are not in Atlanta, then the first word's a lie. They're lying. A dateline, schmateline, they don't care. So up and down Joseph E. Lowry Boulevard, Atlantans stopped what they were doing to witness history coming again to their community. Former President Donald Trump was on his way to surrender on charges of having conspired to overturn the 2020 election in Georgia. Actually, he wanted to uncover corruption and fraud, and he asked that the government officials there uh, raise an eyebrow and lend a hand in uh, getting to the bottom of whether there was corruption on the part of the Democrats, of course. And so because they're not liberals, they're the left, instead of uncovering corruption, you know, remember the people showing up at ballot boxes in the middle of the night wearing uh, surgical gloves and packing the, in the middle of the night in total darkness, packing drop boxes, which the Democrats insist on, uh, with uh, ballots that are, you know, not their own, uh, but were harvested from elsewhere. Uh, you might look at why were they wearing surgical gloves? Why have they not been called to Congress and put under oath? Why uh, do the Republicans control the House of Representatives and not do anything with it? Kind of amazing stuff. Can you just put me in charge? I want to be Speaker of the House <clears throat> for a year. I don't want to run for Congress. I just want to be Speaker of the House. So they're on charges of having uh, uh, conspiring to overturn. The Democrats are currently conspiring to steal the 2024 election by jailing the number one candidate and the opposing party uh, on trumped-up charges. How many years does it take for these charges to come up? It's amazing. And, you know, Hunter Biden is still under investigation five and a half years later. And where is he? He's in a, what, like, a, you know, $15,000 a month Malibu beach house with Barbie um, and probably, you know, Russian hookers and strippers and crack dealers, you know, his friends. You've got to invite your friends over to the house and everything. His motorcade route hit Atlanta's airport at the Fulton County Jail that's uh, 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 to the Fountain, uh, Fulton County Jail where everybody dies. On Thursday evening, took him through the heart of predominantly black neighborhoods. What, was that on purpose or were they just driving from point A to point B? With a recurring role in the nation's civil rights struggle, having nothing to do with what we're talking about here, but that's okay. He passed Lovell Riddle, 39, at the corner of Lowry and T.P. Burris, uh, senior Drive. So uh, both uh, named, like many of the streets in the area, for local black pastors, for b local black pastors, because the Democrats, and that means the Washington Post in this case, they just can't wait to racialize absolutely everything. And it should be pointed out that they're the Confederacy, the Klan, and Jim Crow, that they stood in schoolhouse doors and they abort 40% of the black population in the United States. 400 out of every 1,000 black babies falls to the Democrat Party still to this day. Isn't that amazing?
Yeah, it ought to be anyway. See? And then they uh, quote the man standing there. I see them bringing people to Rice Street every day, uh, said uh, Riddle, using the colloquial name for the Atlanta jail. But this, he says, but this was like a big show. This was a circus. He had the big police escort, lots of motorcycles, probably a couple dozen police motorcycles, and then, of course, the presidential motorcade, and there was an ambulance in the motorcade, uh, perhaps because, you know, the Secret Service knows what to expect from the Democrats. He had his big police escort and all of that. If it were me or any other black man accused of what he's accused of, we would have already been under the jail. Sure, under the jail. And they would have thrown away the keys. Um, well, he's the former president of the United States. What are you? He is being arrested on trumped-up charges for political purposes. Um, and really, if uh, you were arrested because, you know, nobody's arrested for tampering with elections. <laughs> and we got, and we got uh, you know, all kinds of people doing all kinds of things, uh, covering up the windows in Pennsylvania so that poll watchers can't watch the polls. How about that? Is that interfering with an election? How about those, again, multiple people in Atlanta driving from drop box to drop box in the middle of the night with boxes full of ballots wearing surgical gloves? The New York Times explained, well, it's November. It's cold in Atlanta. So naturally, they're wearing latex surgical gloves to stay warm while they drop off boxes full of ballots on election night because that's what the New York Times concluded. The Washington Post continues, to some... The sight of Trump being forced to submit to the booking process felt like a victory in the continuing battle over whether black voters get an equal say. I said that is completely disconnected from reality. His efforts to, quote, find, end quote, enough fraudulent votes. He didn't want to find enough fraudulent votes. That is the opinion of the opinion writers writing a front-page story in the Washington Post that's not an opinion piece. But he wasn't looking for fraudulent votes. He was looking to find uh, the votes that you guys were burying. Now, how many millions and millions more votes did uh, Joe Biden get than Barack Obama? Huh? More than 10 million votes, more than Barack Obama, more than 10 million votes, more than Hillary Clinton, because the Democrat voters are so racist and sexist that they didn't show up for Barack Obama and for Hillary Clinton the way they showed up for Joe Biden, who didn't even campaign. Of course, the media campaign for him, so that's pretty good. So this is, uh, what, what does this have to do? The battle over whether black voters, you know, um, under Donald Trump as president, African-Americans had the lowest unemployment rate in the, in the history of the country, at least since we started keeping unemployment numbers. And since the Republicans took the Democrat slaves away, because the Democrats were the party of slavery in the plantation. But uh, this is the Washington Post. They have three radical leftist black typists typing this story. His efforts to find enough fraudulent votes to overturn the election. Now, you should go to jail for writing that. I think you should be arrested. There should be a motorcade taking you to the jail in Atlanta. Uh, you know, a man in the jail died of bed bugs because uh, he was infestation and neglect. Uh, the man died. And he was black. Now he's dead because he was turned over to the Democrats who are trying to run a jail. Boy, this is pretty amazing stuff. That's uh, to overturn the election. These people said had felt like an attempted disenfranchisement that harked back to the Jim Crow era. 
which uh, every Jim Crow law is a Democrat law. These idiots typing at the Washington Post don't know that, or they're so dishonest that they'd never say it out loud. But here we are. It's racist. This is about President Trump driving from one place to another in the presidential motorcade because a radical left black daughter of Black Panthers um, uh, prosecutor charged him with crimes, which will probably be dismissed as frauds later on, and she'll probably be disbarred and maybe jailed herself, Fannie Willis, with her Swahili first name and her Black Panther last name. But pay no attention to that. The Washington Post continues. See, now it's Jim Crow. What does that have? What? Because people came out and cheered. And by the way, the article hasn't mentioned that people came out and cheered, that black people came out and cheered. That hasn't come out in this uh, article yet. Race is a subtext that runs through the case against Trump. It is? The former president oft repeated but baseless contention that the election was stolen is built on his allegations of widespread vote rigging, don't say rigor, in cities with large black populations such as Philadelphia, Detroit, Milwaukee, and Atlanta. Well, there are cities with hardcore left-wing Democrat politicians running the show, which is why the murder rate is so high in these places. But pay no attention to that. So here's the, the Washington Post representing the Democrat Party, assigning three black writers to come up with this racially charged, racially divisive, uh, divisive the, uh, again, the party of Jefferson Davis and Bull Connor. But pay no attention. Trump's campaign spread a false narrative that two black Fulton County election workers, Ruby Freeman and her adult daughter, Shay Moss, with a different name, had been key to the fraud. Are these the people stuffing ballot boxes? You should show a picture of them uh, with their blue, uh, they have blue latex gloves on. Trump has attacked Fulton County District Attorney Fonnie Willis, who is black. You got to say who is black who brought the charges against him and is black, is, quote, so racist, end quote. So uh, that's the subtext. Yeah, but, but what if uh, that's 100% correct? Never mind that. But still, he said he's proud of what local officials are doing, including Willis, who he said is showing what a strong black woman can do. See, there it goes there. Uh, that's amazing. Then they got another one said that uh, at the very least – Trump should be forced to pay, he should be forced to pay a fine, with the proceeds going to projects to improve the lives of black Atlantans. Well, I'm sorry, what are you people talking about? Whose votes, she believes, the former president tried to toss aside. He was trying to find more votes, not fewer votes. That's Maybe you don't remember that. They don't know the story. They don't follow the news. Uh, they have no idea what's going on or what they're writing about. But at least it's racially divisive and racially polarizing. He talks about Atlanta, Philadelphia, Baltimore, Detroit, these predominantly black communities. They're communities, and that's what they are. With such disgust, racial undertones of being poor and black and ghetto. He didn't say any of this, of course. This is just them. And they found some radical left-winger saying this stuff. And here you go, getting booked in the county jail in the middle of Atlanta by a black prosecutor. I think it's funny. I wonder if they're racist enough. And maybe if they set out to be more racist, they could become more racist, but, but I doubt it, racists. There's only one Chris Plant. 
The Chris Plant Show. Also, the Washington Post today has a big piece on the uh, a white man murdered three black people in Florida, and it's Jim Crow and Ron DeSantis is a racist, and uh, it's uh, it's amazing stuff. In the meantime, three black teenagers were murdered over the weekend in Washington D.C., not in Florida, by three other black people, and that's not in the paper today because the Washington Post is racist. Uh, let's go to the uh, telephones. Jeff, let's go to Kenny, calling from Manassas, Virginia. Kenny, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hi, Chris. Thanks for taking my call. You betcha. Hey, just uh, an observation. During the Republican debate, DeSantis brought up this issue with the, the radical Soros prosecutors. I don't know if it was he said AG or prosecutors, but he just simply fired them. Where, where, where's Brian Kemp in all this? I mean, I know the answer to that. It's rhetorical when I ask it, but... Why is there no push to just have the prosecutor removed? Well, actually, the thing is, I, I believe the law is I believe the I believe the law is different in Georgia than it is in Florida, and, and I, I this is what I was told that the uh, uh, governor of Georgia doesn't have the same authority as the governor of Florida to do that. Oh, that's, that's convenient. Yeah, right. Yeah, different states, oh, no, different laws. Is, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, I mean, what are the actual crimes? Everyone read the affidavit, and nobody sees any crimes, not the affidavit, but the indictment, and nobody sees any crimes even in it. What are the actual crimes? Uh, challenging nobody the authority challenging the authority of the Democrat Party is, I think, the actual. And they're oh. word crimes. They're speech crimes. But they're not actual crimes. Well, uh, they're going to address... No, no, no. What's the code, you know, the, the law? I mean, what, what are the codes in the law that have actually been broken? Nobody's even talking about that. The most obvious, simplest thing. Well, you know, they have, um, they've laid out a uh, series of crimes um, of which they have accused President Trump and his lawyers. And look, I mean, it's, you know, it's the Atlanta 19. They should be called the Atlanta 19 because this radical spawn of the Black Panther Party, Fannie Willis, uh, has decided to go after the political enemies of the Democrat Party as a means of building up her own political power. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was a three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.